Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of the Creative Community Podcast. Uh, we're a podcast dedicated to bringing you insightful and interesting conversations with creative individuals within the local Middle Tennessee community and beyond. And today, we are back from a one-week break with Isabella Serrano. What's up, Isabella? Hey, what's up? Not much. We're just we're just hanging out. We're back from yet another hiatus, but Oopsies. Um, yeah, we, we kind of just forgot to, to schedule somebody, but we're back um and we're back on it so uh chloe give us the news all righty so um this friday at carpet cafe we have nick ailes i'm guessing that's how you say his last name we're sorry nick if you hear sorry this. nick um but yes uh this friday from 7 to 9 30 at carpet cafe and nick is a great story storyteller through his music because he writes his own music but um and then on saturday we have mark hennis I always that's, second, that's how you say it. I always second guess myself. No, that's how you say it. I asked Mark himself. And he okay, said Hennis. Mark Hennis. And yes, he is we playing, love you, Mark. Yes. And uh, he is playing from noon to two on Saturday. And then also just a little bit about the cafe hours. We are open through Christmas Eve and we are closed Christmas Day through January 2nd. Um, but we hope that you'll come visit us in the new year and that you have a lovely Christmas break. But... More exciting news about Carpe Cafe. We are now going to be displaying some art on our walls. And actually, our lovely guest today, Isabella, she is in charge of scheduling um, for the art to be hung on the walls of the cafe. So if you're interested in that, please go look at the website, which I believe is carpeartista.com. Carpeartista.com. It's official. If it's .com, it's official. It's the real deal. Definitely. So, um, yes, if you're interested in having your art displayed at Carpe Cafe, please look on carpeartista.com and um, you'll be working with the lovely Isabella on getting scheduled and getting your art hung up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's jump into it. Hey, Isabella. What's what's up? How are you? Uh, I'm good. There's, it's, it's pretty fun to be on here. Yeah. We, I, guess, I guess maybe not Isabella, but Chloe got out of school early today because... Is snow. Rutherford County saw a snowflake and it was like, Oh, everybody Oopsies. everybody go home. Isabella, you got I don't know, where where were Well, I mean you're being homeschooled, homeschooled I've technically exposed. I know. I'm sorry. I yeah. like homeschoolers. <laughs> I've really never like had a snow day, but um That's sad. Yeah, but my high school work isn't too bad and college isn't too bad either, so I actually finished at like noon today. Nice. So That makes me mad. College is way different. I just had one final and then I came home. So we're wow. d- I'm I'm done for the semester. I'm a free man now. So we made it. I still have a week and a half left. You got this. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna call James Evans and tell him to make a snow day every day for the rest of the time. That's not good. I have so many grades I still need. Okay, never mind. I changed my mind. Anyways, Isabella, uh just tell us about yourself. Like what do you what do you do? Where are you involved? You do work with us. So Yes, I do. <laughs> we, Isabel also works at the cafe, which is located on 115 Front Street in Smyrna, Tennessee, in the historic depot district of Smyrna. Plug. Good job, Ben. That was a nice plug. I, I thought I was going to mess that up. So, but yeah, so you work with us. Uh, just tell us tell us about that. Um, what do you do at the cafe? So, I do uh, bake for the cafe So as well. good. So good. She's yeah. an amazing baker. So I come in most Saturdays and bake. There's a couple I haven't been able to make it just for traveling and uh, sickness sake. But um, that's really, really fun. And um, 
Yeah, working with uh, the people at the cafe is is definitely like um, working with siblings. Yes, it's an experience every time. We, yeah. Sometimes we fight. Um, it's funny, but uh, we we still uh, very much so get along. Yeah. We try to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big family at the cafe, but yeah. So how did you like get into, so you, so you bake, is that like one of your, is that just for the cafe or do you do that like on your own? Um, I definitely do it on my own. That's okay. actually how I got into it as oh, well. Cool. So it's, uh, it's also, it's kind of like a stress relieving thing for yeah. me just kind of in my element and I can listen to music or watch yeah. YouTube or whatever. Mm, not it also really. smells so good. I know it makes, it makes everything so much better. Yes. <laughs> um, and so like, tell us what, what else are you in, like, what do you do for fun? Like what are some, some hobbies or I guess since this is the creative community podcast, like what creative wise are you involved in? Um, definitely. I do a lot of sketching and graphic design just kind of on my own. Um, just for another, uh, stress relieving thing but also just kind of um it's something that I've gotten into since I was really little and I took a break from it for like 10 years almost wow and when I came back it was just like oh I forgot I could do this this is so much fun yeah wow what do you like to create like what do you design or you know um so usually if I'm doing it on my own I'll end up making like fantasy uh creatures or stuff like that but if I'm doing it for people, I have done a couple album covers and uh, just little things like that, which are pretty fun to do. Very cool. Yeah. Where, where do you like to draw your inspiration from? Um, actually, a lot of my inspiration is from like Lewis and Tolkien, um, okay. just from their yes. books. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Those are those are good good books. What kind of mediums do you like to work in? Um, so I definitely do a lot of like um, digital sketching, which is really really fun. And doing that with either by yourself or as a group is really amazing. How do you do that as a group? Um, so there's actually some really cool apps where you can sketch and then send it to people. And they can kind of sketch on your on yours or over it. Um, so there's that. But there's also like absolutely huge uh, sketchbooks that you can just kind of get together around a table and just oh. go for it. <laughs> That I want to do that. That sounds like fun, except for I can't really doodle. My brain doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I, I envy you in the way that you can create visual things. Yeah, yeah. I just go off the deep end and start drawing a bunch of squiggles and lines. I draw a lot of flowers and clouds. That's that's basically where I started, actually. Um, and just finding a way to get those kind of more detailed and then from there, I was like, wait, I can use some of these techniques to draw, like, dragons and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. And so I've just gone from there. Are you all self-taught? or? Um, YouTube has done a lot for me. and um, the Great YouTube. Yeah. So uh, besides that, I know that I, I guess me and Chloe have both been, we've talked about it before on the show, uh, which is like the Carpe Artista Rock Camp. Um, and I know you've been a part of that. So tell us kind of about, like, I guess your... Because you've been a part of it for how many years? Uh, I believe I've done it for two years now. Yeah, because I remember, I remember like being. I don't. I, were we in a band together or? Um, no, but we did. Like we had those sessions. Oh and yeah, I think yeah, we were yeah. in a couple of those. Yes, yes. Uh, they do like breakout sessions with like individual instruction and, and stuff like that. But yeah, just tell us. So tell us about Rock Camp. Like what? So you're so you're musical. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really really fun to do and. Um, I found that Rock Camp has helped with not only like team building, um, but also just kind of having a uh, 
a spirit of learning and um, admitting that, hey, I, I don't know everything. I'm not perfect in this. Um, but there are people that know more than me and they're there that you can learn from them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's one thing that I really, I, I got the same thing from you is just that like, they always talk about it's like a free space to mess up. And yeah. like you can, you know, create and, and do whatever you're going to do. And it's an okay place to fail. Um, so that's really, really cool. So like what, so what instruments, I guess, do you play? Um, so for a while, I actually played keys. I haven't particularly touched those in a while. I did not know that. That's yeah. cool. And then um, I sing as well as play drums. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. How, so how did you get into like singing? Um, singing has kind of always been a part of just um, everyday life for me. So ever since I was really little, my mom would actually sing um, me to sleep. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's precious. My mom did that too. And um, I guess I kind of would, I would like sing with her when I was little. And since then I've kind of just uh, gone from there and started doing voice lessons with Jeff Butterworth. Oh, yes. Love him. Jeff's awesome. Yes. Shout out to Jeff. If if you're listening, we love you too. And um, he definitely helped me with a lot of the more technical side of it and making sure I didn't absolutely kill my vocal cords. And it's actually really surprising because I've started a lot of vocal focusing too, and it's really surprising all of the intricacies, that's the word, intricacies of voice and so i think it's really important if you are interested to get voice lessons because you gotta keep them healthy oh absolutely you only have one of them you know one set of vocal cords and actually fun fact that i was just reminded of this past week they are paper thin yeah which is really cool to think about but voice lessons are very important yeah yeah absolutely because you can you no matter how much it costs you can always buy another like guitar or set of drums you can't really buy another set of vocal cords. Yep. Definitely not. Once you're done, you're done. It's also strange to think about like how weird and non-concrete singing is. Like it's such a weird thing if you think about it. Like you have to use abstract terms like put it in your eyebrows or yeah. raise. Absolutely. Raise a song. Yeah, but Absolutely. it's like but like when you play an instrument, you can like, oh, here, look, this is what I'm gonna do. You can see me do it, and then you do it. But like you can't, you can see somebody sing, but you can't see exactly what they're doing. Like that, you can, you can't make somebody else feel exactly what you're doing. You can't see placement. Yes, it's so strange, and so it's that's what's kind of scary to me, like about thinking about singing, because I was in choir too, and I was just like, man, what if I'm just like doing all of this wrong? Like it's all wrong. And every day you're slowly damaging your vocal cords even more. Yeah, that's definitely the scary thought of it. I think about it every day. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so drums. How how'd you get involved with? I I feel like actually I did know that because I've seen you. I saw you play drums at Rock Camp. I very specifically remember that, and it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. So my first year at Rock Camp, I had um, Steve Grossman as yeah. my yeah. We love you, Steve. I think Steve listens to this podcast. Aww, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Steve. So shout out to Steve. Oh yeah. So I had him as kind of like the band director for my uh, first year at Rock Camp. And I had mentioned that when I took guitar lessons when I was really little, I would play bass or drums whenever we'd have like a group jam session. And he was like, hey, why don't you try jump, try uh, playing drums? And I was the whole time I was like, no, I don't think I'll be able to do it or I might just not be coordinated enough, which is definitely a big part of that. Yeah. And finally he was like, here, we'll do it on one song. And it's a really simple beat. And... I just kind of like got on the drum kit and started playing. And since then, it's been amazing. Like I have a drum kit in my house now. So nice. There you go. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, drums are fun. They're a good time. So, like, how with, like, Carpe Rock Camp? Like, how... So, you said they helped you grow as far as, like, um, just knowing that, like, you know, you don't always know everything. Like, and I, I say that to myself as well. It's like, that we are never... Like, there's some... We can always learn from somebody. What else, like... Tell us about that. Like, what else have you kind of learned and, like, who helped you learn those things? Um, I would definitely say that um, I've learned that there's... It's not just, like, um, you get on an instrument or you just start singing and you can just do it. It takes a lot more work than it seems like it yeah. does. Like, some of the people at Rock Camp have been playing for years and they still struggle with stuff sometimes. So it's definitely yeah. all in the technique and just being willing to, like, take the... Um, the advice of your instructors yeah, and the junior instructors and all of them, they know so much and just learning like a fraction of that helps with uh, so many things. Yeah, for sure. One thing that I've found about Rock Camp is that it's such an encouraging environment. You'll find encouragement from um, the instructors and junior instructors, but also your fellow, like I guess, bandmates, right? Um, But also when we have guest speakers come like, no matter your level of experience and their level of experience, they will always encourage you exactly where you are. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. That's kind of how it is typically in the the music industry, too. Yeah. It's and a very... Yeah. Like, I feel like even if, you know, one dude came and talked about, like, touring or whatever, and another dude talked about, like, learning and, like, songwriting or whatever, and I think that ultimately there's always a message outside of the, you know, like this is our this is our like craft or our skill or whatever, and there's always something like outside of that, like something that is more more applies to like general life and just like character building and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't always, I don't I haven't always seen that in like every instance where there's music, but definitely within Carpe there's a lot of like, I feel like Rock Camp is a camp about character that is formed a lot through music. Yeah. And we, we talk about the four C's of Carpe, of course, yes. which oh, yeah. we hope to have a very special guest on later on. Who it's Ron. It's Ron. Hey, Ron. Uh, heads up, buddy. Yeah. Um, but I hope uh, you listen to this, Ron. Yeah, Ron. You better listen to this, Ron, if you're hearing. If you're hearing like, Ron, if you're hearing this, I, I will come after you if you don't listen to this. That is good. That's per- it's personal if you don't listen yeah. to this. But yeah, Carpe definitely. I love you so much, Ron. Love you too, Ron. But Carpe definitely revolves around... Um, not only building you as an artist because we have the art camp or um, as an actor or actress because we have the music the- musical theater camp, but also as a person, you know, because it's a yeah. it's important to be a good person. Yeah. Um, so what, so you say you sing and play drums. What are like, what music do you like? That's always, that's always a fun question. Like what, what are your influences or what do you like to listen to? So funny thing is I'll listen to basically anything except like a lot of the old classical stuff and country music although i've kind of um i'll listen to like the more modern country yeah um but otherwise i'll listen to basically anything nice yeah definitely i didn't really love jazz as much as i do now um but again jeff butterworth imparted a lot of that love for jazz for me because he just showed like he showed me the technique for how to sing it yeah and that has just uh, since then, I've I've loved jazz so much more. Wow, yeah, it's it's a jazz is an is an animal. There's so many different types of jazz, but like, so what? It, what's, what's something you've listened to recently, or what have you been listening to recently? Um, recently, I've actually been listening to a lot more like 
pop and rap music. Yeah. Um, like what? Uh, specifically, one of my best friends absolutely loved uh, Juice World, who dude. passed away recently. Rest in peace, Juice World. Yeah, and um, she was like, "Dude, go listen to his music like right now." Dude, it's so, good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Oh yeah. So that's kind of been one thing I've been listening to, and then just a lot of random pop music that'll show up on the radio. Yeah. Honestly. So. It's always a fun time when she's baking because I could I come back there to grab like cheese or something and i'm just like a little dance party break yeah anytime i come back there it's like it's going down for a yeah she's just a little like dance party you know it gets hype it gets hype in the kitchen bops yeah so cool so cool so moving on to another creative outlet of yours i know you're involved in a life point um with serving where do you serve so i actually serve in the production booth um doing audio uh there for them which is a, a pretty amazing thing. It's so fun to see, like, just the behind the scenes of how everything works. Yeah. What are you in charge of doing, typically? Um, typically, it's uh, just making sure that the band is uh, mixed right and sounds okay for the worship sessions there. And um, just, like, if the band has any issues with uh, the technical side of stuff, I can help with that as long as I know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really impressive to me because I have no idea how to even have an ear for that. So how did you really get involved or like how long have you been doing this? So I've been doing production for four to five years now. Wow. Um, I've been doing audio for four years. Um, And I actually started out just doing like the computer graphic stuff, just like the stuff that goes on the screens. And um, from there, I'd always see like someone mixing or doing audio stuff on Wednesdays. And I was like, how can I do that? That looks amazing. And they'd always be like, um, you have to go through training for that. It's really extensive and because the gear is so expensive and you have to know exactly what you're doing before you, like, you can't break it. You can't be breaking, like, little knobs out here. It's a big yeah, no-no. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, who has been pretty um, influential? In- influential? That's in- how you say that, Thank I think. you. How, who has been somebody who's been really influential in your coming to, like, where you are now? Um, definitely Rob West. So shout Rob. out there. Um, Rob. But he's the one that he and the, the rest of the audio team have imparted so much knowledge to me and just like been there to teach me all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes and all that. And then um, we have Joe Lacero as well in the booth. Um, Joe. <laughs> and absolutely love Joe. He's such a fun guy to be around. And yeah. he just... um. He's like, he's with you every step of the way. And sometimes he can definitely problem solve a lot better than I can. So when you have something wrong, you're like, oh, I just, I don't know what to do. And Joe's like, have you tried this? And you're like, ah, exactly. There it is. There it is. You got to surround yourself with people smarter than you. Good. Words of wisdom. That's a real thing. That is true. That's a really, that's really that's smart like thing. If, ever, if everybody's not smarter than you, then you'll never learn anything. That's a quote from Ben 2019. Yes. I'm pretty sure I heard that quote from uh, Master Uguay. Uguay? <laughs> is a wise. Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. I don't know. He he is wise. There's so much wisdom in that movie. There that's, really is. That, if that's, you go back and watch it. Oh, no. Kung Fu Panda is an incredible movie. Anyways, we don't need to talk about that because I could talk about Kung Fu Panda for a long time. <laughs> so, like within, <laughs> yeah. So within, I guess the creative community. So the creative community in LifePoint is like really, really big. I know it's somewhere like there's like visual creativity and like 
uh, like the production side as well as like singing and uh, just like the musical side. So like where, tell us like how, how have you been like involved in that community? Like what, like who have you met and like, um, like what is that community, like what do you see that community kind of being like? So I've definitely met most of the people from all of those different communities, yeah. like all the different aspects, um, simply just because like I've, I've been behind the scenes for four years now. And you just, you meet people there because you'll have random people who will come up in the booth and take pictures or um, double check to make sure that all your slides are the way they design them or stuff like that. And it's it's really amazing to meet some of the people that have spent weeks or longer like creating what um, what the kids see every Wednesday night. Yeah. So like you'll see a slide that's just um, like the title of the uh what they're talking what they're talking about that night and you're like oh my gosh whoever designed this is amazing and then next thing you know they're up there in the booth just like hey did everything turn out okay yeah so that's pretty cool yeah there definitely doesn't feel like there's this huge separation of like oh or the designers or oh or the musicians like it feels like like everybody's a family and if you're like and it, i don't know i think between like people who are really like creatively minded and the people who maybe aren't and maybe do like something different I think there's kind of a little bit of division right around that because it can be intimidating, especially like for someone who isn't super creatively minded and maybe handles a lot of like management or like teaching and something like that to uh, like kind of talk to creative people because that's like two very different mindsets and de- very different like thinking processes. Um, but I just love how like everybody is always just willing to talk to each other and like no one like acts better than each other because like, oh, they do this or oh, they do this and I just like that part a lot. So, like, who, who's, like, so you've mentioned Rob and you mentioned Joe. Like, who else is within that audio community? Like, is there, like, a, a cool story or something funny or just, like, you know, audio things or, like, whatever? I don't know. That, I, I don't really know how to ask that question. But, like, just, I don't know. Tell us about it. Like, what's, what do you do a lot of? Um. So, there are, there is a, it's a small team, but it's definitely a lot bigger than it seems like because we, we only need one person at a time to do audio. Yeah. But, um. I think at one point I think there was like 12 of us or something for three campuses Whoa. and um, we just kind of like switch off and stuff like that. But of course that, that consists of people that do it Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. So there's that. Um, but yeah, for, for the first two years of my audio career, I guess, or volunteering, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we would actually have like weekly Monday night meetings for training. And that's where I learned most of what I know now. And then, of course, there's what you learn on the job where you're just like, oh, my gosh, yeah. everything's going wrong. You're just thrown into the <laughs> midst of it and you're like, figure it out. Yeah, that's that's definitely the uh, the stressful part. But you're like, OK, I need to breathe. I've learned what to do for this. I've been yeah. taught this. So, you know, and you'll always have someone there that knows stuff as well that can help you. Yeah. Which definitely makes it feel like we've all kind of like got each other's backs and all yeah, of that for sure. so it, it's a pretty sweet community yeah um so what do you think as far as like so i mean community means a lot of things to different people and we kind of always like on this podcast start with things that are like creative and just talk about like a lot of the what but now we talk kind of dive deeper into like the community part i guess what um or i guess as far as you've seen like your kind of creative community what 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 is like what is it to you it's definitely, um, in the sense of community, it's definitely like a family. 
Yeah. And I feel like it's definitely grown there um, over the years. It's taken, it can take a while to go from being, oh, we're a community to being, oh, we're a family. Yeah. And I feel like we're definitely there now. Um, and we've got each other's backs and we can help with all of that. And it's like, if you have a problem, even if it's out of um, the job, out of your volunteer time, you can go to some of them and they'll yeah. definitely be there for you. Yeah, I always feel like those people really care. Like, yeah, I, I mean, audio or music or whatever is like what you do, but it's very much like they care about you a lot more as a person. Like, ultimately, those things that they're doing are like worldly things, but they care more about like you as a person. And like, I've had a lot of like, I mean, I've had a lot of experience with Rob, and Rob has like invested in me a lot, um, a lot without like me really realizing it. I think it's like a lot of people, like a lot of people really are pouring into you and like you don't realize it until like later you're like, wow, I like this thing sticks in my head. Like, um, one example that comes to mind for me is like, and I think you've had to enter like, uh, David Cox, which David is kind of over all of like, yeah, creative, worshipy type stuff. And so he's pretty, he kind of has his hand in a lot of things, but I wouldn't, one thing he said to me was like, uh, as humans, I think he he was quoting somebody else when he said this. So sorry, I don't I don't know where this really comes from, but he says, um, "We're nothing more and nothing less than community." What do you What do you think about that? That is absolutely um, true of that community. Like we're we're just so invested in each other at this point, and it's like, and definitely you're like, I'm there for you. You need anything? Yeah. You can always come talk to me. And it's really beautiful that that stemmed out of a creative outlet. Absolutely. But it's really special when that happens. Yeah. And I think I've always I've always really, really enjoyed that like a lot of these people, like I mean, I've I've seen you outside of church. Of course I see you at work. Uh, and I've seen like, you know, people on the worship team, like it this is something that, you know like this community that's brought together by creativity like spans way farther than just, you know, Life Point Church in Smyrna. It spans way farther than, like, one room. Like, you know, your friends outside of that. I mean, there's plenty of people who are a part of our community that went on to, like, go be with different churches or moved or, like, went to go serve in different countries, but we, like, all still communicate with them. And anytime we see them, it's like, oh, my gosh, hey, how are you? Um, so I just really like to see, like, how through that we're just, I don't know, building really, really strong bonds with these people. Yeah, and everyone's different ages and everyone's in different stages of life and yeah. they've all experienced different things. They all have different personalities, but we can all connect over this one creative outlet. Yeah. And I think like what you said with ages, it's really helped me like kind of span like, you know, I have friends who are my age. I have friends who are a little bit younger than me. I also have friends who are like 30 and 40 and I still hang out with them. And it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of something that's kind of taboo, I guess, when you're growing up, like, oh, you hang out with people your age. But then when you get in this community, like, you know, I'm friends with, like, Brad. And, like, Brad is, like, way older than me. I, I wouldn't say way older. Ten years is older than me. But. Brad, if you're listening, I think he just roasted you. Old man. I'm just kidding. Brad, you are you are young and spry and handsome. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's just really, really cool to see, like, you know, and how there's lots of people of, like, different uh, ethnicities, ethnicities, excuse me, and, like, cultural backgrounds and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, like, in these last uh, little bit, like, couple minutes of this podcast, like, so what, so you say you're an artist, um, which I believe you. I've seen your art, and it's very, very awesome. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Um, but, like, where, is there a way we can find it or see it? Because, like, usually with music, we have somebody playing music, but obviously you can't, like, you know, show a picture to a microphone because it's, like, <laughs> I don't know what that does. But Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there like a, you know, an Instagram, a secret Tumblr account? 
Something. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I might have just exposed you. No, actually, I actually don't do social media. Um, You're stronger than us. Which you really are. Makes it really, really hard to yeah. find stuff I'm into or or what yeah. I'm doing. It's like um, the double-edged sword. It's like so good for artistic stuff, but also so bad. I know. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, in that sense, you definitely won't be able to find me on social media. Um, Will your art be in the cafe at some point, you think? Um, I think at the moment we're focusing on getting more people from, like, Rutherford County. Yeah. Um, who just didn't know that we put up art or stuff like that. And we're going to try to get them to put up their art in the different rooms. Um which is amazing. We actually already have one person lined up to put their art up in January. Oh, awesome. So cool. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I know that a lot of people have had their art up over the past, but like, I've just seen the same pictures up for a really long time. Yeah. So I'm excited to like, I don't know, new, a, a change of scenery in the cafe because we, we're all there all the time. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's going to be cool, but well, yeah, well, awesome. Well, unfortunately, I guess we can't find Isabella, but if you come to uh, 115... Front Street in Smyrna, Tennessee, to Carpe Cafe, you can see Isabella. And taste um, her creations that she makes when yes. she bakes. She makes donuts and muffins and cakes. She made empanadas. She makes empanadas. Ooh, do we still have um, the, the cheesecake bites? Um, so I did those last week, actually, so we're probably going to take a break from those, and then I might end up doing them either when we come back for the new year. Or possibly like our last half week since they go pretty fast. Oh my goodness, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I meant to say Isabella. Sorry, Chef Isabella. Yes, chef. Yes, yes chef. chef. Thank you, Chef. Um, <laughs> this is kind of going to like you guys listening. If you have anybody you can think of that you want to either be on this podcast or you think you should be on the podcast, uh, you can find us at, at the Creative Community Podcast on Instagram. Um, we don't have a Twitter. I don't know if we'll ever have a Twitter. Uh, I don't think so. We're on Facebook. If you just Google or like look up the Creative Community Podcast, you can find it. But yeah, just reach out to us or just any comments, thoughts, um, suggestions, telling us to stop, keep going. Any kind of criticism. Yeah, just let us know, and uh, we'll we'll get back to you very promptly because we're we're on it. We're we're watching. So yes. Um, also, real quick, shout out to Isabella's mom for making some bomb cookies. Um, they are almost nearly all gone. Yes, we were munching on before before we started. Oh, so they're scrumptious. Thanks, Isabella's mom. But yeah, well, Isabella, thank you so much for being part of the podcast, especially, just disclaimer, this was very short notice. Like, I didn't know this was happening until about an hour ago. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so thank diggity. you. So if this one seems a little frantic, it's because it is. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for, for being a part of this. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. This was um, really, really an amazing experience to be on here. Yeah. Oh, Thank you're you. sweet. Oh, Thank you. you. But yeah, so uh, just stay tuned. This will be, I guess it'll be out on Thursday. Um, and we should be, pro- we'll probably be going steady um, until, I'd say probably the week of Christmas. I don't know if we'll have a Christmas episode or not. Uh, we'll kind of have to we feel We can just out. sing a song for like three minutes and just say, ha ha. Nice. Yeah, we might have to do that. Or for Christmas, we'll give them the Ron episode. That's a nice little present. But yeah, that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, So thank you. This has been episode five of the Creative Community Podcast with Isabella Serrano. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.